What's up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse. This is Billy. Sorry for the late release, but it was a busy weekend, busy, you know, stopping things. So we're going to get to it right now. Happy Monday. Hope all is well. Hope everybody had a great weekend. We're going to get right out of here spinning the wheel. We're going to do spin, topic, conversation, 15 minutes. Spin, topic, conversation, 15 minutes, so on and so forth. So here we go. Ooh, it's stuck on right in the middle between social media and politics. Okay, well, let's jump right to it then. Social media and politics at the same time. Let's start the clock here. 15 minutes. Oh, that's the camera button. Kind of looks like the other button. And go. So social media and politics. I don't feel like re-spinning it. You know, I'm that kind of guy. You know this. Oh, I got a text message. I'm kind of important. Anyway, so... I've got a social media conversation going on right now. Now, I kind of ducked out of it. Um, Let me see here. It is, I put a meme out. It is a picture of uh, Samaji Brown, a picture of a pig, piggy bank, wearing a mask with a syringe surrounded by money, and a down arrow with stock numbers in the back. And it reads, how can people keep voting for Democrats? They don't know what a woman is. They don't know what a vaccine is. They don't know what a recession is. Wake up, America. Now, I shared that three or four times. This, in, this particular one that I shared, you got 85 likes, 14 retweets, 8 comments. The comments are between one or two people. So this one gentleman, he tends to think that, see if I can find the whole thing. I don't think I can. The GOP opposes as as oppose as oppositions to the GOP who only demand to define women so they know who to subjugate. Now that was from another topic he had he had written down. Okay, here we go. I'm back to the beginning. I'm trying to find this. Like I said, we come in here not fully prepared because we wanted this to kind of be to flow like normal people. All right, he wrote. As opposes to GOP who only demand the define, to define women so they can subjugate them. And I wrote, I don't think I've read a more incorrect tweet today. And he said, you should get out more. Well, listen, I'm going to stay in more. <laughs> we know that. And his reply was, why else would they care? They can't have somebody crossing state lines or having body autonomy. Someone else jumped in. GOP never said a woman can't do what they want with their bodies. They just can't kill the baby inside their body. So we'll stop right there. The, what they're saying, you can do, if you want to get tattoos, go get tattoos. If you want to eat, drink, smoke, you can do that. All that goes into your body. What they are saying, and they're not even saying you cannot have an abortion. They're trying to put a limit on the time, so we can, we can argue that, but they're trying to put a limit on the time to where you can have an abortion. Now, some, again, the, the problem with that is, overall, is it's the doctors, the people who are saying what's a viable, the baby's viable at what age. So some states say six weeks. Once after, after that, you got to have, you got to go full term unless, unless it is a true medical issue. And even some states say no, that's it, which I don't, I don't fully agree with. But then other states say, you know, Florida, 15 weeks. That's like, that's your first trimester, which is, have, has overall been kind of the 
quote-unquote standard. You know, your first trimester after that, you can't do anything whether the baby's too far along. Some doctors say when, it's, when the fetus is viable. So some will say 22 weeks, some could say 26 weeks. Some say as long as the umbilical cord is attached, you can have the abortion. Still your decision. Now, that, that's, that's craziness. But this guy, I, I guess he, he, took, again, he took my tweet as far as why do you keep voting for Democrats? They don't know what a woman is, what a vaccine is, what a recession is. He took that subjugating women and ran it with abortion. I, you know, okay. So the last, the last tweet here, again, GOP never said a woman can't do what they want with their body. They can't just kill the baby inside. That see, and that's the thing. That, that's where people argue. It's women's health care. You're murdering a baby. That's, that is the, the split right there. The, those who agree with abortion, who support abortion, do not see it as murdering a baby or killing a baby or ending a potential baby. They see it as a woman needs a procedure and, and it's their right to do so. I'm on the fence with that, but I fully understand it. And then the guy continues... Um, yeah, they kind of are. A pregnant woman in Missouri isn't even legally allowed to get divorced. And states cannot, excuse me, states already can prosecute women for getting procedures done in other states. Meanwhile, Indiana wants to prosecute a doctor for a legal procedure on an Ohio girl. I'm not, maybe he's, he's quoting something in his area. Now, I will say this. A long time ago, I was having an abortion conversation with someone on Twitter. And she made a very valid point. The only one that I, that I never thought of before is, again, so we, we look at it as it takes a man and it takes a woman to get together to get pregnant. Both should be equally responsible if all, all you know, well and good. Get married, have a kid, whatever. But if the woman wants to have the abortion... The guy has no say in it. It's we support the woman in her right to choose, blah, blah, blah. But if the guy wants the abortion or, or wants to keep the kid, nobody cares about him. So we put a meme out, well, if the woman wants to get rid of the baby because it best, it's best for her life, then the guy can leave the woman and she can raise the kid alone because it's best for his life. And people went nuts. But it is. It's person A received information B to make decision X. Person A received information B to make decision X. That's what it is. The man, the woman, the decision. People are okay for the woman getting the abortion. They're pissed at the man for wanting to leave. Both are making a decision that's best suited for them. No one is arguing right or wrong. It's what's best suited for them. So people went nuts. So I'm speaking with this, with this woman on Twitter. Uh, we're, we're tweeting back and forth. And she's like, but men, men do leave all the time. And I agree they do. But I still say, if they want to, if, if it's equal, if the man wants to keep the kid and the woman gets the abortion, then if the guy wants to leave, he should be able to leave. And I have to pay child support and I have to be bound, obligated to this child he didn't want to begin with. Now, again, you have sex. The, op the opportunity to have a child is there 100%. Equal, they both should be held accountable. But here's where she got me and it made me think a little bit. After whatever you say, this, what's right, what's wrong, this, that, and the other, the woman will be held legally accountable if she has the abortion. The, the law is if the guy walks away, no big deal. They can get him for child support. You can bicker back and forth. But if the woman has the, has the procedure, she is subjected to jail time, fines, again, jail time. She is going to be in trouble. 
And I was like, huh, that's that's interesting. I don't think that, it, personally, I don't think that's fair. Now, again, those of you in the background, I know Steve would say it. I will say it. The old man will probably say it. The people that we talk about in here anyway. Again, if you don't have sex or you use protection or if you're married and planning to have a kid, you don't have to worry about any of this. And I agree 100%. But we don't live in fantasy land. We live in the real world. In the real world, the woman will be held accountable with jail time if she has the abortion. And that's something that can, and for me anyway, that's something I consider. That's, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think it's fair, but again, life's not fair. We know this. So me and this woman were going back and forth, and, and that was a very valid point. Because again, we don't live in fantasy world. People have abortions, people get divorced, people don't want kids. It, it's, that's how it is. So the woman is held responsible if she has the abortion. Now, I would, I would like to have the doctors held accountable for a lot of things. They're the ones that, they're partial to reason for why we have high insurance rates. They're doing all the shady stuff, marking all the stuff down for testing procedures so, so they can get paid. So our insurance goes up. So these doctors should be held accountable. Hey, unless there's a legit reason to have this abortion, you cannot perform it or you lose your license or you get suspended license, things of that nature. And it'll help it out. Also, if the women know the men are not legally bound to help them, Will that change there? Oh, I'll just, have, I'll just get an abortion, no big deal. Or I'll keep the kid, no big deal. Again, in a perfect world, though not an absolute, being married, being the right age, you know, mostly set up with a career and a home and whatnot, is the best chance of a successful pregnancy, life for that child, so on and so forth. But a lady told me, she's like, yeah, but if the man, the man can just walk off, the woman has the abortion, she's held legally accountable. And I was like, man, that's not cool. I'm, I'm not sure I agree with that. But how do you fix it? Story from another day. So the other guy jumped in. So I can see the level of intelligence we're dealing with here. Women in Missouri can get a divorce if pregnant. Shake my head. Prosecuting women for traveling to another state is unconstitutional. That's because the doctor didn't report a known statutory rape. Zero for three. So this guy had some information, I assume. So for me, if you're in a state... That pretty much outlaws abortion, but the state next to you allows it. For me, you should be able to go to that state. It's your choice. Again, I'm pro-choice. If your state, Oklahoma, says, hell no, that's it, nothing. But let's say Nebraska says, yeah, we can do it. Go for it. I don't think there should be a problem with that. You are the one that has to live with the consequences if you keep the kid, have the abortion, whatever it is. You're not really hurting anybody. And don't tell me, oh, the baby. No, we're not, you're not hurting anybody. You are doing what you need, what you feel is a need to be done. And again, you have to live with that decision. So if that's the case where you're, you can be in trouble for jumping state lines, that's, that's bad news. I don't think you should be able to do that. That's, if it's individual states, which the United States are, to run their own individual state like its own mini country, the governor being the president of that country, if one state says rule no, to abortion, the next state says, yes, you should be able to jump state lines. I don't see what the problem is with that. And then the guy wrote here, as states ban abortion, Texas bounty law officers, well, he sent an article, Texas is against abortion. So what? Not sure what the point is. So I guess he was reading, he's giving an article from NPR. So the guy who he's going back and forth with was like, send me something legit. NPR, like, come on. So then the guy wrote, oh, let's stop our thread here. Let's go back now. Do, 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 do. 
uh, KansasCity.com, I guess this guy lives in Missouri. When a Missouri woman can't get a divorce while pregnant, women in Missouri can't get a divorce while pregnant. That's an article he sent. He sent another one. No, you cannot get a divorce finalized while pregnant in Missouri from VerifiesThis.com. So this guy is citing information that he read where he, he's not just saying nonsense. He's clearly Democrat, possibly liberal. He is saying a woman can't get divorced, and he's not just saying he's putting out information. He's saying that you cannot get a divorce if you're pregnant. You cannot... Um, he sent two articles. And so the gentleman he's talking with, oh boy, news story as proof of quote-unquote evidence. Laugh my ass off. Any legal cases you could provide as proof? I bet not. Let's assume you're true. What's your point? Murdering children is justified so women can finalize a divorce? I'm not sure you have a great argument. So I get what he's saying. But whether we agree with the information this guy is putting out or not, we've always asked people, where do you get your information? He's getting his information. He put out two websites that women cannot get divorced if they're pregnant. And this guy's like, ah, news article, that's not, that's not, um, that's not proof. I mean, listen. This, you're asking, this guy is asking for proof. Where, where are you hearing this? And he gave two articles about women cannot get divorced while pregnant. So he has his proof. Now, if it's, if it's nonsense, if it's an opinion piece, it's a different story. I'm not part of this conversation, and I'm not going to read these articles. Maybe after I do this, I might. And then it ends with this. Listen, I truly wish you well. No hard feelings discussing this issue from this side. No matter what we believe, there's probably a middle ground most people could be comfortable. Hopefully our society sees that soon. Otherwise, we're all doomed. And that was the guy, that was the conservative guy. So he's telling this guy he's, you know, he's wrong for putting out information on not getting divorced and not jumping state lines. And the conservative gentleman is saying, listen, bro, you're, you're nonsense. A news article, that's nothing. I mean, honestly, it, it may not be anything, but you're asking for someone to back up their thought, their facts, or what they're saying with facts. Facts can be incorrect. He is going off what he's being told for these articles. So, and again, he just ran with abortion when I was talking about, you know, why would you keep voting for Democrat? They don't know what a recession is. They don't know what a vaccine is. They don't know what inflation is. They don't know what a woman is. They don't know a bunch of stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. So... You know, why, why do you keep voting for them? They don't know anything. And, and again, that was on the heels of, I'd seen, excuse me, I'd seen an article about inflation. They, they, uh, somebody put something about a recession, then someone kind of like, well, a recession is only this, it's not really that. So all of a sudden, they're trying to change definitions and stuff, or what it feels like, because they, they know they're wrong. So again, how can you keep voting for a group of people who when presented with information stating that they're incorrect, they simply just change the rules and move on. This is my ball. I'm going home. You know, that's, that's what they're doing. That's what the Democrats are doing. The midterms are coming up. You've got to open your eyes. You know what I mean? Like, what, what are these people putting out there that directly impacts your life? That, you know, your local area where you live, that it's beneficial to you. That's what people need to be worrying about, your local politics, your state politics, you know, things of that nature. But that's what you guys got to figure out. So that was our social media politics. I mean, listen, it's stuck on the, on the little uh, you know, sticky out thing, whatever it's called, that, uh, you, that rolls on it, that noisemaker. 
All right, so that was social media politics. Let's spin it again. 15 minutes. Ooh, a double topic. So let's see if I want to, if I want to talk about a topic for the next half hour. New rule. I don't have to if I don't want to. It's local. Okay, local. No, we're not going to go 15 minutes. We're not going to go 30 minutes on local stuff. But let's go 15 minutes on local. So the other day, uh, my cousin, she's moving, going to Georgia for, I believe, veterinary school. And we had a little dinner for her, all that good stuff. You know, congratulations, way to go. And um, we're at my aunt's house. Another aunt was like, hey, do you, do you recycle? And she's like, I mean, I do. I put the bin out, but we all know recycling is nonsense. And my, now she's conservative. My other aunt is, I mean, she threw me a, for a loop this week about um, her, her thoughts. Like, she's liberal as they come. But she knows, she knows recycling is nonsense. And she's like, yeah, I know, you know, we're, the city we live in, yeah, we know they just, they just take it down to the big incinerator and, all, and burn it all. Half the plastic you can't, you can't put in, the glass you can't do, you, 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 regroup, you can recycle paper but not cardboard in certain areas. Like all these mix and match things you can and cannot do. And so I'm not sure in your area if that is like that, but here in South Florida, we talked about this about six months ago, Steve and I, that they, in the beginning of the year, they sent out a, a letter. The first of this year, we would no longer be picking up recycle. We, you know, half, more than half the stuff we recycle cannot be recycled. So they told us that in January. Come to find out, maybe a year or even maybe two years before that, I'm, I'm guessing, if I remember correctly, but it's been a couple years that they've been doing this. It could even be longer. Who knows? That in, our, our, in South Florida, where we are, they were picking up recycling just to throw it in the giant incinerator where all the garbage goes. So nothing was being recycled. Then it's like, well, it's, then it's, it's the, um, hold on a second. All right, then it's, then it's, um, you know, the plastics, the paper on the plastic, they're still liquid inside. You got to take the liquid out. Only pure, like all this, all this crap they were talking about. So come to find out, they do not recycle. So let me ask you, for all you recycle people out there, again, in South Florida, our local area, they, certain cities still put out the blue recycling bin. Other cities do not, even though the, the entire county that we live in does not recycle. Some cities are picking up recycling. Some people are still putting out the blue bins. Some people are not. It's one bin, the green bin, at least where we are, picks up all of the trash, recycle, quote unquote, included. So if you're a, a earth-saving, planet-saving person who believes we use too much, we got to recycle, save the earth, all this stuff, knowing that you cannot recycle, knowing that everything we put out is not being recycled, yet they send out a second garbage truck, polluting the hell out of everything to pick up garbage going to the same place. Isn't that counterproductive? Look in your local area, see if you guys actually recycle, because here in our county, South Florida, they do not recycle. Recycling is a hoax. But certain cities send out that second giant garbage truck 
where every time it stops and starts, you see all that, all those pollutants, we'll call it, shoot right out of the, the smoke pipe, all into the atmosphere. So what's going on? Are you really saving the earth in your local area? Are you really out there recycling or is it just a scam? Because in, in South Florida, where we are in our neighborhood, or our, our city, they finally came out and said, yeah, man, it's nonsense. We don't do it anymore. They stopped the scam. But other places, the people are still believing they're saving the earth by, you know, saving the turtles by putting their recyclables, their plastics in the bins when it does nothing. Shouldn't you be upset at that? I would be if I was a, a recycled person. And listen, I recycled. I threw all my bins. We had little, little, you know, uh, uh, Walmart bags. We time in there, throw them in the blue bin, put it out there. We did all that stuff. Cardboard boxes. Did it all for years and years and years. Only to find out it's complete crap. So if you are a save the world, social justice, eco-warrior person, you should be pissed that you were lied to for X amount of years. You know, recycling is crap. Then people talk about, oh, but look at the beaches and, and other parts of the world. I don't live in other parts of the world. And I, and I get it. It's short-sighted maybe. Oh, but one day it'll get here. One day it might not. I mean, think about it. What other country besides America are really losing their minds over environmental stuff? And I'm not saying other countries don't. We know the Netherlands, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to stop farming because of methane, even though methane is all over the place on Mars with no humankind or livestock. So just look, in your local area, do you recycle? Because here in South Florida, we don't, yet they keep saying that we do. And some people know it's nonsense. Some people know it's nonsense, but still do it. You know, locally, again, you know, again, down here in South Florida, we have a lot of canals, a lot of lakes, a lot of stuff. So you see on TV that I saw an article the other day where some guy for the third time in three years, twice in one year, He's opened up his toilet, and there's an iguana in his toilet. And I'm not talking a little handheld, you know, fin- you know. I'm talking a big iguana. The, the, what they showed is something called a spiny-tailed iguana. It is black and br- it's uh, black and gray. It doesn't. It's not the big green ones that you see around town, or the orange ones, or the green stripe. Like, <laughs> listen, in South Florida, we got tons of. Them. I think down even further Miami, we have things called tagoos. Look those up. They're they're wicked looking. Now, most of these things are afraid. But, you know, here in South Florida, and our yard alone, so let me tell you how I have it locally in my house. We have the green iguanas that just keep hatching. Again, they're about they're the size of my the bottom of my hands, the top of my middle finger. Not very big. I'm I'm six three, but I got I got small hands for a big guy. It's weird. But I've got iguanas in my patio. I have these called they're called curly tail lizards. I, I, at one point, I believe they were called Bahamian rock lizards, where I misread that, but it looked the same. They're little brown, little armored-looking things with a super curled-up tail at the end. And we also have things called jungle runners, amoebas. They are beautiful, pink, uh, not pink, like light green to green to light blue to a brown by the head. And these things are fast as lightning when they start moving. So the iguanas, they eat you know, little bugs, plants, flowers, uh, curly-tailed lizards, little bugs, plants. You know, hot, Amy likes to put hot dogs out there for them. drives me nuts. But these amoebas, they eat the other lizards. And I've got, I've got a video of one. He caught a curly tail lizard. And the curly tail lizard's a good six inches. Solid little things. The amoebas, they get 
they, they get about two feet, two and a half feet. It caught one on the patio, and I'm talking, it was like Jurassic Park. It gutted this thing. Hand claws pull on one side while it's big beak. You know, and it's a beak. Look at, it is, um, I think, King Kong 1. Those things without, is it King Kong? I think it's King Kong. Those things without legs, like giant bats, with like the, the dead eyes and that long snout, that's what the face of the amoeba looks like. It's a long brown snout. Yeah, I'm not talking long. It's only two and a half feet long. Look them up. Amoeba, they're called jungle runners, beautiful things. But in South Florida, we are overrun with these invasive species. We have pythons in the Everglades, Burmese pythons. Look those up. They get 20-plus feet long. No known natural predators except for bigger alligators. We have black panthers down here, or panthers in general, super rare, endangered. These things are eating the panthers. They're eating the wildlife, the rabbits, the raccoons, boars, armadillos, birds that land. They... If they get them, they eat everything. And because they're 20 some feet long, there's nothing that's really going to go after them. We have, I believe, I go, I go on an Everglades tour down there. It's something called Holiday Park over in the Everglades, a little distance away. But um, they have some monitors down there. Monitors are, they eat everything else around them also. These are 13 foot lizards, 12 foot lizards, you know? Look like alligators swimming around. Now, the gator would take those out, no problem. But these things reproduce, like Burmese pythons, a full adult female, 18 plus, uh, 16 plus feet, 12 plus feet, up to 20 plus feet. They lay anywhere from 50 to 100 eggs at a time. And there's, we got hundreds of thousands of them out there in South Florida and the Everglades destroying the ecosystem. They got people coming down here from all over the country, python hunting. You, you Maybe you clear out you know, a hundred in a month, maybe. I mean, the Everglades is millions of square miles. So, I mean, these things, they bury on the ground, they swim. They're incredible animals, but they should not be. I think it was um, mixed mixed with people letting pets go. Also with Hurricane Andrew, 1992, destroyed some zoos, some rare, um, what are they called? Pet shops with their exotic animals destroyed it down here in 1992 hurricane andrew that these things are everywhere so now 20 you know 22 years late 20 years later 100,000 plus burmese pythons like i said man 20 plus feet long eat everything i keep my uh, my brother-in-law he's a big nature guy goes turkey hunting i keep telling him hey, man, let's let's go hunt for some pythons you know i say it jokingly but i really would like to go i really would want to see what's out there because i watch these shows Swamp people, they came down and did some stuff on YouTube, National Geographic, all these clips of people coming to South Florida hunting these pythons. And you're, you're just pretty much walking on a track where your buggy goes, where your, where your feet go. You're not walking into the hundreds of thousands of uninhabited human area land down there. You're not going over there. You're staying on your track where you can see. I'm going to brush this thick. You can't see past a couple feet. You know, you have no idea. You could be walking down a 20-foot python right next to you. They don't move. They don't breathe. They don't do anything until it's time. And they curl up. They're incredible animals, like I said. But, I mean, these things are out there. It's, it's intense. It's something that it's bad for the ecosystem. People come down. They, they pay by the foot for these snakes. I think the record right now, some guy called like an 18-foot Burmese python. Now, you got you to gotta get her, you know, kill her. That saves 100, 200 eggs. You know, they, have, they lay upwards of 100 plus eggs. Maybe 30 of them make it to maturehood. 
I mean, 30 Burmese python, that's a problem. All right? So we, we have we got issues down here. So you, And listen, I'm all for owning your snakes, owning your reptiles, your exotic stuff, providing if you need a permit, you have one. If you need to, you know, license, you have one. As long as you follow the rules, I'm all for it. But don't get it when it's too big. Just go let it outside. It doesn't, I mean, come on. With it, we got, I mean, South Florida, the Everglades is the only place in the world where saltwater crocodiles and alligators live together. It's the only place in the world. So we have some special stuff down here. And these giant pythons are ruining it. Now, I've said this before. Steve ran with the abortion stuff. You know how he is with me. Sometimes he drives me nuts. He knows it. But if I see a, a, an egg, a nest, a baby iguana, I'm smushing it, smothering it, dunzo. Once that little baby hatches, I'm not going to cu- cut its head off. I'm not doing it. Not because it's cute, not because whatever. It's an invasive species, but I'm making the choice. I'm not going to cut its head off. That's a problem for me. Now, if they happen to die, get eaten by something else, hit by a car, I will shed no tears. Won't bother me at all. But I will not be the executioner. And listen, they are all around my house. There's a canal next to us where we go fishing from time to time. And if you drive by at a certain time, there's like a break in the bushes on the side of the road. And it's a decent-sized field. And it is like one of the opening scenes of the original Jurassic Park. You come over this hill and you see all the dinosaurs. You drive by this section and you see hundreds of iguanas. Big, small, unbelievable. And again, I'm not, I am not going to uh, kill these babies. It's not their fault. They were born. So who am I to say, ah, I got I to gotta X you out. But if I see the eggs... I will smush them. I will smother them. These things eat. They eat the other lizards that eat the, they eat the roaches, that eat the crickets, that eat the whatever's out there. These invasive species in South Florida are screwing up the ecosystem. South Florida is always warm. Always. Even in the winter, it's always warm. Reptiles, um, the big ones anyway, alligators, snakes, they continuously grow. They always grow. The heat, the cold is what slows them down. So these iguanas, even though they kind of top out at a certain footage, six feet or whatnot, they're still growing ever so slightly, centimeter by centimeter. These snakes, they never stop eating. They don't get cold and shut down. There's no hibernating in South Florida and the Everglades. They continuously are on the move, continuously growing, like record-setting size for some of these snakes. And again, this is South Florida. We have a beautiful ecosystem down here. Birds, all this stuff. And these invasive species from small little lizards eating other lizards that eat the bugs, that eat the whatever, to the snakes that eat the panthers, that eat the gators, that eat the bears, the pigs, all this stuff that keeps everything going. It's a big problem, people. That's our local stuff. We're going to stop at 25 seconds ahead of time. This next section we are going to do, we're going to do... Probably 10 minutes. I got I to get something going here. Let's spin this one more time. Religion. So we're going to do religion. We'll do a 10 minutes for religion because my religion is pretty. We've talked about this before. Steve, devout Christian, and I've spoken to him before. You've, there's a podcast where we brought up Buddhism and Christianity. And according to Steve, the Buddhist is wrong. He's not going to make it to heaven. I also believe they may not have a heaven because some religions have heaven and hell. I know Jew, um, Judaism, Jewish, I think there's, 
I think there is a heaven. Maybe not. I know there's no hell. So maybe maybe that's I'm getting it mixed up. But religion to me is just another way to keep people segregated, another way to keep people apart, and a tremendous way to make money. I mean, they they are tax exempt. They get donations. They you know, I think the Vatican isn't the Vatican have like the largest collection of art or something something like that, like priceless heirlooms throughout history. I mean, it's, they're stacked. I mean, it, it's I would say so well connected. Vatican City it, it is its own country. Isn't that wouldn't that that be weird to you? Now, my father, he's maybe believes in something, but he's not. He he thinks religion like. People like that, they're full of it. And he, and he goes from personal experience, you know, t- X amount of years ago when him and my mom were dating. They went to church. His car broke down. He's out there trying to get people to help him jumpstart the car, and not one person stopped. The whole parking lot cleared out, and that was it. So we're sitting there for two hours, not we, my, him and my mom and her family. They were in there for two hours, love thy neighbor, you know, good on to you. Okay, fine. That's just saying things. Action, you know, put it into play. Not one person stopped to help him out. So we kind of made the decision that's nonsense. This isn't for me. These people are full of it. And I half believe that. I believe there's some people who truly believe in a higher power who knows what it is. To, to them, it's God, it's Jesus, to, it's Buddha, it's um, Allah, Muhammad, who, like, all these things. But they fight over it. I and mean, listen, if you want to fight over your religion, go for it. You know, I think it's kind of messed up. You want to kill people over it. I know some religions have that marked in there somewhere. But uh, that's not that's not good. I mean, to me, it's not worth it. It is a pure guess on your part. You have such strong faith that it's truth. It's still faith because you can't prove it. Unless, you know, I know Steve, they say, well, look outside. Look at the grass. Look at, the, you know. Okay, that's that's science. That's something that, you know, I don't believe God has any control over. But that's my views. But you, until you can prove it, it's pure faith. No matter what book you read, no matter what is passed down upon centuries upon centuries. You know, the old man made a comment last time we were here talking about religion that he, um, the kings would read the Bible, take out parts that they didn't like. Because like today's society, like the liberals today, they want you to bow to them. Putin, he's like, yo, Ukraine, we'll stop going after you if you accept our religion, a state-run religion. That's why our forefathers left in uh, England for religious freedom. That's why it's in the Constitution. The state cannot force you to take a, on a religion. That's what the, the separation of church and state is. It does not mean you can't teach it in schools. The liberals have been lying to you for years about that. What it means is the state, the United States, cannot say, hey, guess what? Everybody's Protestant. No say. They can't do that. You're free to choose your own religion. So they, the liberals, they want you to believe in them and no, and no other higher power. So kings over time across the world read the Bible, take out this. This, th- this looks like a threat to me. I'm going to pull this out. This looks like a threat to this. And pull this out and piece it back together with what they like. So is the book, uh, is the Bible 100% truth? It can't be. In my opinion, it cannot be. It's a bunch of stories you know, again, piece back together, in my opinion. Again, this is something that is my faith, my opinion. You know, knowing what we know about history, kings did stop people who got in their way. I won't play the Family Guy clip now, but there is one where they do a a uh, religious episode, 
and they go to see the king of the the king. He's doing whatnot. The three wise men go to the king, and like, yeah, we're on our way to uh, Bethlehem. The baby's being born. They say he's the king of kings, and then they're talking about Jesus. And then the king is like, well, I don't know, but I'm threatened by him. I better go try to kill him. So that is how this goes. Kings think they're the upper echelon, the end-all, be-all, and if you serve a higher power, that's not okay. So there are probably some who pulled out pieces that threatened them throughout time. Again, my opinion... Ooh, crack my back there. That's my opinion, though a lot of historians say it is fact that they have done that. And again, you choose to take the Bible for what it is. That's good. That's your faith. You know, the people who, the Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses who walk around, I think something of those, there's like, I don't know, I talked to Steve about it before. There's only like 120,000 in heaven or something like that, or their clock tower or watchtower or whatever they do. You know, all of these things, man, like, it's strange. The Mormons, you can't do much of anything. You know, at one time you can have multiple wives. Quakers, you know, uh, Amish people, no technology, you're still in horse and buggies. You know, it's like I look at it as, well, again, it's the afterlife, so who knows? But I look at it as people who wear masks around people who do not wear masks. There's nothing wrong with a guy not wearing a mask, so why would you wear the mask? So horse and buggy Amish guy, the guy driving next to you in his car on a cell phone, there's nothing wrong with him except for now you're waiting for the afterlife. Okay, I get it. The f- Unfortunately, the funny thing is, You'll never know, because you'll be dead, and that's it. Unless, of course, you believe there's an afterlife, and you, you're going to look down, or you're going to know. Listen, I think, I think people hope for an afterlife because they're alive. They've only known existence. That's all you know is existence. You've never known anything other than that. So to wrap your head around nothingness for eternity is probably is very hard to grasp. So I think that's what religion is. Now I remember growing up, I can't remember if it was a movie or a book or something I read or saw. It was, you know, man wants to meet, you know, uh, God was amongst the men, but you couldn't find him. Okay, well, he's, he's up on this mountain. So men, they climb the mountains. Oh, he's up in the sky. God, he's in the sky. Well, men got planes. Oh, he's, he's, in, he's out amongst the clouds in the cosmos. Men got to outer space. Well, now you got to die to see God. That makes sense to me. Every time you met the expectation of what was set down about religion, about God, they had to change it to where now the only way to get there to see God is to be dead. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? And I am not against anybody who believes in religion. Just don't push it on me. I'm ne- I would never try to shake your faith. I would never try to tell you you're wrong. I will tell you my thoughts that for me, I'm agnostic. I believe in something. I'm not necessarily sure if it's God. You know, the the universe is ever-expanding, continues to grow, continues to get bigger. I do believe there's more life out there than bacteria floating. I do believe there are, we'll say the multiverse theory, and we're not going off the Avengers, Marvel, but scientists, like they believe there are something like that out there. I I would believe that. Steve believes that God is on the outside of the universe, looking into the universe. That's cool. If that's the case, that's awesome. But he's, uh, 
I mean, would prayer reach him? If he's on the outside of the universe, that is X amount of trillions of light years across and ever expanding as as you were closing your eyes and talking to yourself, even out loud, going to reach him? Steve, I think Steve thinks yes. Something about he's he's always around. He's omnipresent. Like he's never not with you or something along those lines. I, I you know, I, I've said this many, many times. I went to church long enough to believe in something, but got out just before I knew what it was. So I pray from time to time, you know, good health for the family, you know, this kind of thing. But it makes me feel a little better that I'm doing something. Like my mom, she goes to church on Ash Wednesdays, I think Good Friday, and it makes her feel good. Hey, if that's, if that's what you need to do, go for it. I'm not here to tell you not to do that. But for me, religion is nonsense. It's a money-making scam. They preach a bunch of stuff. you know. And again, I'm not going to make a blanket statement, but we know the issue with priests. A lar- I'm not saying half, more than half, all of them. There's a decent amount of that, uh, a priest that have suspect background. And, if, and according to the Bible... You, you know, being gay, that why would they be priests if they know they're going to burn in hell for being gay? You know, so to me, right then and there, like you can't, that takes that argument away. And I've, I've busted Steve's chops before about, you know, Steve will not, li- he will lend you stuff. He'll donate things as, as long as it sees fit to him. But that's him, his kids, his wife, they do garage sales. They're always doing stuff for people. You know, Steve is not. And if I'm speaking incorrectly, he'll come back and tell me. But he is not going to do that. He's not going to do any more than needs to be done. So isn't the basis of religion help on help others do on to others? I mean, you're not moving a finger for anybody else. Again, I don't see it. Again, it's my opinion. Again, Steve can correct me when he gets back in here. That's my thoughts on religion. It's a way to keep people segregated. It's a way to get a whole bunch of money. It's another way to brainwash people. You know, if you can't see that a li- being a liberal or a conservative, like far right, far left, is brainwashed, same as believing in religion, is a brainwashing technique. I don't, it's all the same. It's what you are okay with versus what you're not okay with. My opinion anyway, as always. So that was it. That's our show. Neighborly Discourse with Billy and Steve. Find us on the social media sites, YouTube Rumble, at N underscore Discourse. Again, all the social media. You guys have a great day. Talk to you soon.